the Mark West Sports Podcast. Welcome back to the Marcus and Wesley <laughs> Sports Podcast. Nah, scratch that. We gotta start that thing. Welcome back to the Mark West Sports Podcast. I'm Marcus Benjamin. He's Wesley Pierre. Uh huh. And as you can see, it's football season. I got my football jersey on. You know, I got that Willie Beeman, Wes over there with the Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the best time of the year. It's like Christmas for people like me, um, especially now that it's actually it's less than it's actually less of Christmas for me because now it's the job. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying now the job is going to be like a hundred percent full force because there's always going to be so much content uh, to put out. So. I'm excited about the season. I'm excited about Canes County. Already. We're coming to you live from Canes County. Mm-hmm. You know, South Florida. We represent that real sports talk. So, the Dolphins had a preseason game last night. Of course. And they ended up winning the game. I don't care about, you know, preseason games and, like, them winning it really doesn't matter to me you know the don was like oh they won i was like it doesn't matter nobody cares about a preseason game and who wins i was actually more mad about my boy jose borgales missing the field goal at at the end but you saw how you know the the professor called a timeout so he really wanted to win the coach of the miami dolphins of course mike mcdaniel calls a timeout after he already made it the first time you know, and then it hits the upright. So I'm just like, dang, he should have should have hit it because I want to make sure he gets another year in the NFL, representing the U all day. Went to Miami Booker T. Washington. Shout out to the Borgallis family and you know Andy Borgallis, who's on the team right now, trying to go for back to back Lou Groza awards, and that would be the, for the first time ever in college football history. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the Borgallis family, but um, we didn't see Tua. We, we didn't see Tyreek Hill. We didn't see Jalen Waddle. We, we saw a little uh, Jalen Phillips out there. Doing his thing. You know, doing his thing. Um, bunch of players I don't really know. I have to get more familiar with it, but probably these are more the twos, not really the, you know, starting uh, players really trying to see who are going to be those last few players that you add to the roster. But, um, I'm excited about the Dolphins season and, and, and what Tua can do, despite what, what the haters may think. What the you know, <laughs> What it is. Despite, despite what the haters to my left may think. Um, I'm, I'm totally, totally 100% behind Tua and the Miami Dolphins hmm. to win. But you got to show me. And, I, I know, and I'm going to give you the first four games. And the first four games are tough. We already talked about it. These first four games – First one against the evil empire to start the season. He still got to show me something. So with this offense, what what did startle me a little bit? I'm, I'm gonna let you know. What was it? <laughs> what, tell me. He did an interview uh, uh, during the game. I don't know if you saw. It was with Bo Camper. Probably did. Yeah, and he said, "Well, Bo Camper asked him, does he have a handle on the offense?" And he was like, "No, not not quite yet. He's still kind of, you know, trying to, you know, learn learn the offense. The offense is pretty complicated, you know, something to that effect. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but yes. that's basically what he said." Yeah. What well, you got a problem with that? 
it still gives me hesitation. How it give you hesitation? What well, he's supposed to say, oh, I'm out here. I'm the best player. You know, I already know what I'm supposed to be doing. No, this is all smoke. He's, he should say, no, I have a hand. I have a pretty good handle of the offense. Something to if that we, effect. If we play. Yeah. If we play in pork, pork. I don't feel like he for like, like I was saying, I think the last podcast, he doesn't have that alpha dog in him. He don't need to have the alpha dog in him. He's going to have Tyree he, kill wide receiver be the alpha dog. Look, you've seen what he's been doing in the preseason. He's been doing his thing. Like, what are you talking about? So, at the end of the day, for me, the one that's not that's the nothing hater. For the me. true that hater nothing. is over here, Mr. That Beeman means over here. The true hater over here is Mr. Beeman over here, Marcus Benjamin. Mr. Beeman. Yes. <laughs> but, again, at the end of the day, yeah, I seen the game, too. Um, like, it was nothing, you know, spectacular. But I did watch the game, and I did like the game. Especially, you know, of course, you know, Dade County did their thing. You know, it's a meaningless game. But for us, an organization that's trying to see this O-line mesh, it was real positive to see. Why do I say that? Because the quarterback at the helm at the particular time, of course, it was not Tua. And that's another reason is a positive because this individual is an individual that this is the year he's supposed to be reigning and doing his thing and all the doubt like yourself supposed to be <laughs> shit in their mouth and he's not playing that shows you that through OTAs offseason workouts and everything that he's been showing the coaches he don't need to play this game Who's so he don't need to play this game of that's course why you doesn't. didn't see him of course not you you saying of course not no you shouldn't be saying of course not, why not because this year is the year that he should be getting reps even if he play one actual series he should be able to play one series and get out. But, again, just the plain fact that he's not playing no series is showing you that in OTAs and offseason workouts, he's been doing his thing. I, I, I would say, yeah, except for the fact that Teddy Bridgewater didn't play any snaps either. See, but we don't need Teddy Bridgewater Which to play we don't any need him? Stats. Um, stats. What you mean? Why not? Why not? Because, of course, he's been an uh, individual in the league for a certain amount of years, and he's been doing his thing. When he was in Minnesota, he was balling. When he was over here um, behind Drew Brees in New Orleans, he was balling again. So now that you're back in Dade County, he's a veteran. Even though he's young, he's still a veteran. So we don't need to see anything from him. That individual that we've seen playing, he came from, what, Kansas State or something like that? And you know, for a lot of individuals, a lot of individuals is like it was a steal for us to actually get him because he was balling too. So, again, we don't need to see that from Tua. My problem is not the defense. My problem is not the offense. The problem last year was the offense because we had Jakeem Grant that couldn't catch shit, and we had Albert Wilson that came from Kansas City, the same place that Tyreek Hill came from. He was always injured. So, the you know, when it was high-fiving each other and running to the end zone because the other day was fast like who? The cheetah and the penguin right now. <laughs> uh, you laughing. Why are you laughing over here? <laughs> it's the same thing. The funny. only difference is these two individuals <laughs> that we have that sit in on the bench, vibe in the street clothes, they are proven. I mean, Waddle showed what he can do last year. Cheetah showed what he need, um did um the last few years in Kansas City Super Bowl ring. Um, he don't need to show anything. Tua is somebody that 
for you, you should be saying that he need to play. He need to at least play one series. You was like, oh, yeah, it's understandable or something like that. No, 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 no. You feel me? You're one of the haters. I'm one <laughs> of the two anons. You feel what I'm saying? I'm one of the individuals that have support behind Tua. You still got them doubts. Look, regardless if I if I got no yes, doubts do. on Tua because he was supposed to be riding the bench that whole year when he was injured and come back and do his thing and, it, and he had a coach. Like how many said, how many games you giving Tua? I'm giving Tua about 10. 10 games. <laughs> if he lose all 10, 10 to win? If nope. he, if he if if we're 0 and 10, like you would wait till 0 and 10. I'm nah, saying. No, nah, no, we're not gonna wait till 0 and 10. <laughs> what are you talking about here? No, no, no. But me, me personally, for for me, Tua can throw the ball. At the end of the day, you know, do you see the jersey Tyreek Hill? His ass saying that Tua is the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. And why would I? Why would I feel like he's lying? Yeah. Do you feel like he's lying? I mean, that's what he believed. That's what he believes. I'm, I'm, it doesn't I'm, mean it's necessarily believe, it's true. It's, the question is, do you feel like he's lying? No, he's not lying All right, then. to so himself. Again, going back to what Wester Dom has been saying since the longest. He ain't lying to himself about the situation. That's what he believes. No, nah, see, but again, at the end of the day, like, look, he's not going to go ahead and say that if he don't really feel like it's the truth. You know, he 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 could not say nothing. All right, he the one that came out. I'm giving head. him four games. He he on four. Oh, I'm roasting him. Of course, I'm gonna roast. You lucky? His ass I'm too. you lucky? I'm giving him four games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look, I'm I'm really roasting him. I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna put him like on like a pig, like like them so them the Cubans be right now. You saying what, the what you call them not, Cuban roasts? That's uh, what I'm gonna roast him like. So I, I, you could roast his ass however you Kajachina. want. Just like the, the, the you know they roast him like a Kajachina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or or when you see in the cartoons, they be having the apple and the pig on top of the damn yeah. uh, roast. Yeah, yeah. Know, and the next thing you know, it's Bugs Bunny doing that <laughs> shit, and Elmer Fudd is trying to roast him. That's not gonna happen. The the person that's gonna be looking crazy and looking sick all day is you. Why? Because <laughs> at the end of the day, even though you're a Dolphins fan, you're supposed to support your team at all means. Twenty four seven. I am. You somebody that gave Tannehill in like um seven years. I you gave, gave him, Tua I gave him three. way too long. Tua is only here for three. Way years. Way too long, Tannehill. You don't think Tua is better than Tannehill? Um, he hasn't shown me that he is yet. He hasn't shown me that he is yet. Why is that? Because Ryan Tannehill got us to the playoffs. No, not even much as that. Didn't he have a hip injury? It's like you keep forgetting. He had a knee injury. A I think hip. it was a knee injury. No, I'm talking about Tua. Oh, Tua, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Tua had a hip injury. You should right. be more mad at Tannehill because Tannehill had the knee injury and he decided not to damn take the damn surgery. And then and, and, uh, on the first preseason game, his ass got injured the first first damn play or uh, first uh, um drive of the damn season. You not you gave Tannehill more credit then than you giving Tua now. Somebody that somebody's saying again the cheetah, a Super Bowl championship winner. You saying that. He don't know what he's talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about because you give Tannehill all this credit or some type of credit back then, and you're not even much trying to give Tua a little bit, a little vibe. You feel what I'm saying? But, again, at the end of the day, Tua didn't play because his ass didn't need to play because the coaches see what I see and not what you see. Two, what I was actually watching the game for is watching the O-line and the, o, the, the, the starters really didn't even play. I'm I'm looking at the 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 second and the third um strength um um O line and they was holding their own. 
that's what I wanted to see because our problem in Miami has always been, even with Tannehill, not Tannehill, Tannehill was here, he had no O-line. Yeah. You that's why that? I was giving him credit, too, in, in the beginning, Tannehill, because he was just getting murdered. He was getting murdered because they was like they had no confidence in him. Now, Tua um, was getting killed, and even not just Tua, even, um, what's his name, Fitzpatrick was getting killed. Why? Because the online was trash. I mean, you had Brian Flores have people from high school, um, you know, coaching the online. Like, what's come, <laughs> come on, man, what's going on over here? He had people from high school coaching online and, you know, people that, like, Again, it's not like what Sam Madison and Patrick Sertain and uh, um, Jason Taylor been doing the last couple of years. And speaking of that, man, isn't it crazy that Patrick Sertain and Sam Madison are on the Dolphins staff right now? Yeah. Like, when I was watching that, I was just like, man, this is crazy. And it's crazy that I used to just see them in high school as high school coaches. Patrick Sertain oh, yeah, was yeah. coach at American Heritage, won mm-hmm. championships, and Sam Madison was at St. Thomas. Exactly. So, but again... You, so you see what I'm talking crazy. about. These people took the long road. Jason Taylor took the wrong road, coaching the defense, or he the head coach at what St. Thomas Aquinas? Was it St. Thomas or was it IMG? Who? Um, Jason Taylor. He was uh player. he was just he wasn't even the head coach. He was the defense coordinator at um St. Thomas. See, that's what I'm saying. These individuals took the long road. You feel me? And you see that he took the step roll uh, um, up, and now he's for the University of Miami coaching yeah. or doing some type of analyst role. But you know he's doing a little bit more than just that. But again, at the end of the day, that's what it that's what it is. Just to see that uh, um Sam Madison and uh, uh, um Patrick Sertain is doing their thing is Miami because they know that they the truth. But they took the long road, unlike some individuals. But regardless of the fact, like watching the O line do their thing, second and third string flight. And and art online somebody some something that's supposedly suspect that me and you been knowing for the longest for the, you to see them not even playing in the game that just show that everything is all gravy why because the second and third strength is doing their thing and the first strength is not actually playing so it's showing you something that we know that should be a positive it's showing you that okay now we're gonna go ahead. And not have these individuals play. Why? Because we're doing good. But again, regardless of the fact, I mean, it's, it's going preseason, back. man. Like, I mean, what are we really talking about here? Preseason. It don't matter. It's preseason, but to me, means nothing. How? Absolutely How? nothing. It don't mean nothing. Yeah, preseason nah, doesn't mean nothing. Look, preseason it literally doesn't. Preseason don't mean nothing to me. But somebody that know that our O line be garbage for the last few years, and I'm seeing that the O line is doing justice now. Let me see is that a positive. in a real game, bro. Let me see that in a real game. I just don't I don't believe in the Dolphins until they show me it in a no, real game. Give me the first four games. You got this nigga not loyal. You got um <laughs> the Ravens, Bengals. I think it's the Ravens, Bengals, Patriots, and some other team. If you can get through that, if you can get through that two and two, then I'm still a hundred percent behind you. See, and that's the same thing I was saying. What if you own four? That's the same thing I was saying. We not. I, I will have some questions. If we own four, of course I'm gonna have some questions. But again, I don't think that's gonna happen. Do you really like, regardless of the negative thoughts? I don't you think, think that's about gonna two happen. And, okay, because I was just. About I think to say, he at least wins one game out of the four. So we're gonna be one and three. Is that's what you said? Very 
quite possibly. No, we're not saying possibly. Right now, I'm just asking you <laughs> as a person. You feel me? You know, you you know how um, you looking at things. Like how you were you thinking one and three, first four games, or you thinking they two and two? Because I think they at least two and two or three and two. Let's look at these games. Let's look settle this guy. You feel me? This Let's guy will be here. To settle this man. Um, we playing New England first. You think we are gonna lose? You think I, we I think they sneak out of there with a win. Okay, boom. We know we playing Baltimore somewhere around now. So yeah, Baltimore is the next one. I think they lose. Bills are the next one. I think they lose. And then Cincinnati is the next one. I think they lose. So you really think that they're gonna lose against? Well, we probably lose against Baltimore, Baltimore. Buffalo. But Baltimore just Cincinnati. traded all them individuals. Why would you think they still got Lamar you, Jackson? Yeah, so but we still got this defense. I don't know, man. You saying you don't know? You a damn Dolphins fan or what? I just told you what I think. Just because you know what I think, it don't mean I'm not a Dolphins fan. I still bleed aqua and orange. You know what I'm saying? And and, <laughs> and speak about Buffalo. You seen um the punter god kick his. Punt in the NFL for the first time? The the eighty two yard punt? <laughs> I see. God, it. It's crazy. I'm like, yo, this is a punter. He punt the ball like at maybe at the ten yard line. And he made it all the way to the other end zone. To the other end zone. A punt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm looking at shit like hold the hell up. You know, these this this guy's on our, in our division. He he plays for Buffalo. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, I don't know, man. You feel me? I never seen a, a punter kick the ball long like that. Hopefully, you know the Dolphins um, have like Preston Williams or Tyreek Hill or the Waddle, you know, receiving that punt. And even though it's probably like a 80 yard, <laughs> you know, it, it, they can make the the run back look kind of decent. But regardless of the fact. I enjoyed the preseason game, even though your ass think that it was nah, nothing. Man. Nah, you know last night it was for me. It was all about the Hurricanes because the Hurricanes had their first scrimmage. Okay, so I was all following right. that man. All like right. so, you know, it, it was close to the to the public and the media. Um, but you know, we had some you know guys on the inside giving us some information. So Tell uh, us we about were that. able to, to you know um, post some updates on the site. And based on the updates, hold on. What site is that? KingsCounty.com. Okay, all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we kind of got some insight of of what's going on, and and um, I, I really think that Xavier Restrepo is going to be the next you know big name receiver that we have. He, I mean, he's going to be likely lined up in the slot, but he is going to be you know, one of the players that do the thing that moves the chains for the Hurricanes. Kind of like Barrios? Yeah. I mean, I hate to always compare him to Barrios because they're both white, but he's just like a Charleston Rambo. I mean, he's as far as like what he does for you as a receiver. But Rambo is big. I understand that, but like as far as like what he does for for what he will be for the hurricanes like what 
Rambo was for the Hurricanes last year, that's what Restrepo will be for the Hurricanes this year. So basically, you're year. saying like uh, the individual when you need that cast to be caught. Yeah, that's he's going to be that, that guy. Go to. He's going to be that guy for okay, sure. Okay, okay. You know, that's understandable. Um, now they got some other receivers that I think will you know do some do do their thing as well like Kobe Young I've been screaming his praises for a while but a lot of people don't believe me about him but he's a Juco player he's okay. a big guy he's got mm-hmm. speed position and wide receiver he okay. um had a big catch last uh last night against two defenders um so it was one of those moments where he kind of showed his athleticism so Kobe Young is definitely a player to kind of look out for he's actually from the northeast Miami's really starting to tap into the northeast part of the country you know what I'm saying? And getting guys from New York. Big uh, dogs. Uh, you know, in Massachusetts and uh, New Jersey uh, is really where they're starting to tap into as far as uh, players are concerned. Samson Okanlola, the big uh, offensive lineman that they're recruiting, is from that area as well. He good. Um, Colin Pancake Concho, he, you know, still likes what he sees from the Hurricanes. Extra syrup. Um, <laughs> so um, we'll see if that pans out where he – ends up committing um hurricanes still have a, a top 10 class right now and they've got the least amount of commits of like the first 17 or, or 18 teams Let's go good. um them and i think usc um have the kind of the least amount of commits so and they still top 10 yeah still top 10 so that's you know? a good thing right exactly which means the class has, has, has a here. lot of room to grow still um so uh, i know florida gator fans that they had a little surge uh last night with will norman out of img committing to, to florida adding to their class um so they are now a contender um for the florida recruiting title um with miami it's really kind of a two-horse race there but yeah but back to the scrimmage man um cheney scored a touchdown um what he do you like? was like the the best back uh last night uh of course tyler van dyke did his thing as always he's the truth um uh jake garcia scored a touchdown on his own read uh play uh i didn't hear too much about jacurry brown um i did hear that the, that this defense is going to be you know a step up from last year what do you like a, a big step up from last year one uh, I hear they are improving uh, with tackling. Um, that's according to Mario Cristobal. So you could check that video out on the live from Cadence County YouTube channel where he, he was pleased with that, uh, but he felt like they, they weren't really – what I got from is that they, they, they're not really efficient yet as far as, um, you know, receiving plays and, and really executing to, the, to their highest ability yet. Is that but, just the wide receivers or the tight end or, or all all together? All together, I felt uh, when Coach Cristobal was talking about um, w- how he felt about the scrimmage, I felt like he's he's not ready to say that they're ready, that they're game ready yet. Um, but he does see improvements in tackling and really just kind of get getting to the quarterback. Uh, I know Gilbert Frierson got an interception. As well, he actually makes the move from linebacker to defensive back now. So he is likely going to be that nickel type of corner. And when you say Fryerson, like, you know, he you saying he was a linebacker and he's now a DB. Um, 
like how big is he is you know like you know height wise probably weight wise because um, he's a linebacker I don't know exact um, height and weight, but I know he's over exact. six and two. He's over six and over two. Six two, probably like what? What two eighty? No. Two sixty? Uh-uh. He's probably like one ninety. I would say maybe two twenty five, two thirty. Okay, so that's forty. So that's maybe, a good thing. Maybe two forty or something like that. That would be my guess. Yeah, because that would be a good thing. Because at the end of the day, you know, you got somebody that was playing linebacker for the longest. Of course, you know he's always in the trenches. You know that he don't have no problem tackling because he's, you know, that's 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 the position and the job of a linebacker to tackle. For you to have an individual that's big like that, that switch from linebacker to 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 actually corner or some type of DB position, I don't think he's gonna be playing safety because I, you know, the safety room is, you know, we got a whole bunch of um safeties: James Williams, Avante Williams, you know. Um, we got a few individuals Six, in one, the back. Two, ten, actually. So, so again, you got an individual that's big. That's the people that we want. Again, at the end of the day, when, like I said, and you said in previous podcasts, when we actually watch people like Alabama, OU, you know, Georgia, you know, we see these individuals playing against smaller teams. I'm tired of being that smaller team in regards to the University of Miami because we eat good over here too. But, again, at the end of the day, you know, probably the humidity, you know, we're losing a lot more calories than individuals that's in Idaho, Wisconsin, and, you know, Alabama and certain places like that. But regardless of the fact, for me, I'm looking at it is it's a good thing to see that we got an individual that's um, used to play linebacker and his position is to tackle running backs and, you know, be in the trenches. You you jump in the DB and you about 6'2". Like, come on, that's a good thing. You know, regardless of the fact, it must be some type of positive that they feel like. And you know that the the Canes is is, is the the linebacker room is not that that deep. You know what I'm saying? For them to take an individual from that linebacker room that's not that deep and putting him in a, a corner or a DB position, like that must be a good thing. You know, because you know at the end of the day, you hike the ball. If your ass can't pass that five-yard line before you're on the quarterback, everything is timing, to be honest with you, when it comes to playing football. When it comes to the 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 um, um, wide receiver and you hike the ball, if you get stuck at the line because you got this big DB that's holding you five yards, can do their thing, you feel me, before it's an actual penalty, uh, it, it, it'll, it'll be a good thing for the D-line that it, look, that it's, it looks like it's getting – where it needs to be as far as with the front four so you know that's yeah. my position in that regard. yeah yeah definitely the the front four is is looking good because you got players like elijah roberts who um i hear is making a you know a surge to possibly be in the rotation uh pretty consistently uh out of miami columbus um he's also a hotbed kid uh as well he definitely is a, is a kid that you should watch out for it, but really the the, the guy in the middle is going to be Daryl Jackson. Daryl Jackson is a transfer out of Maryland. Big dude. I'm a, I mean, I want to say I would have to look him up too, but I know he's over 300 and over, you know, six, four, four or five. I heard some negative shit about the D-line though recently. I heard Leonard Taylor wasn't, you know, looking that great. You know what I'm saying? And you know Leonard Taylor is a five-star. He the one that had all type of offers that gave Miami the chance. And now he got this coaching staff. 
and everything like that. I don't know, you feel me? I've been hearing some negative things about him as far as I don't know if his worth that thick or him just not looking good in practices. For me, you feel me? I would think that he's looking great in practices, but I'm not there, you know, to actually yeah. see it physically. You know, I'm going to read. I mean, Leonard Taylor is definitely going to be in that rotation of guys, and he's definitely going to flash. I don't, I don't see any reason that his uh, level really kind of drops off. But, yeah, um, I mean, I've heard some stuff like that as well, but I don't think that's really going to hurt him getting in the rotation because it's going to be a rotation of guys but i think mostly we're going to see a lot of jafari harvey we're going to see a lot of mitchell agude and we're going to see a lot of darrell jackson uh darrell um yeah dale jackson (laughs) okay no but you know i mean for me like it's it's all good you know at the end of the day you know some people don't um work out that great but when it comes to game time they do their thing, you know. I don't know, you know, when it comes to um, Leonard Taylor, I don't know exactly if it's his worth ethic or him just not doing certain drills, um, you know, um, that the this coaching staff is, um, you know, asking him to do correctly or consistently. I'm not sure. I don't know what it is. You know, I'm not there. But, again, at the end of the day, I don't care if his ass don't work out good. Um, all, I, all I worry about is his acts – his ass actually um, performing well in the game. So if you could get a few sacks, a few quarterback hurries, uh, um, a quarter, uh, a few running back um, um, tackles, you know, because you know it's kind of hard to be a defensive um, tackle. You know, probably getting covered by two individuals doubling your ass and being able to tackle a a running back that's flying up the hole. But if he could continue doing the stuff that he was doing last year. And showing flashes of what I seen last year, then everything that I heard about him, you know, this year as far as um, anything that was negative, I don't really care. You feel what I'm saying? Because um, me, I'm the type of uh, individual where I want to win the game. If you ain't doing nothing crazy like that, you, I'm not gonna release you from the team. I'm not gonna, tr- um, you know, have you think. Nah, nah. You probably gonna get reprimanded a little bit. Probably do a little few more up downs and uh, run a few more miles. But you're going to stay on the team and you're going to be playing that game because I'm trying to win this game here. You feel me? So, um, in regards to him, you know, I think it's some bullshit. You feel me? Because at the end of the day, when it comes to um, the University of Miami, everything that I've been hearing is positive. It's not anything negative. So, uh, what I actually read was probably somebody that's trying to be negative. Um Because, um, you know, they don't like the University of Miami. They don't like Miami, period. The beaches, the women, the weather. And again, they're probably a hater right now, like my dog Michael Marcus Benjamin um, is in regards to my dog Tua. Even though we're speaking speaking about the Kings right now, <laughs> yeah, man, uh, yeah, I think I think I think the Kings are you know trending in the right direction as far as every every aspect, um, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. I mean, the fact that you got players like. Like uh, Khalil Brantley and Dominique Mamorelli that may not uh, get that much playing time um, compared to a Will Mallory or or uh, an, an Elijah Arroyo um, or maybe even Jalil Skinner. I mean, Jalil Skinner is a player that of of the younger players. I think he's a player that may sneak in on a 
on a you know on a goal line situation you know you, you just never know uh what with with what uh miami's got coming up with the offense with josh gaddis because he utilizes the tight end a lot you know and he runs the ball. So it's more like a traditional type of NFL type of offense. Kind of like the old Kings. You know, exactly. So that's why they're, like, building on the offensive line to really make sure that you can have that versatility of running the ball on a, on a third down and long, you know. So, so yeah, I, I think they're, they're, they're definitely trending trending well as far as what the scrimmage is concerned. It's only the first week of camp. We're going into the second week of camp this week. So we'll see, you know, what kind of progression we see in the in the starting lineup or when we get a a depth chart come out. You know, you'll see that on canescounty.com and and um on my Twitter probably first when that comes out. What's the Twitter? Ben at at Benjamin Rivals. <laughs> Can I ask y'all, because we talked about what the Dolphins are going to look like within the first, what, like four to five, six games. What about the Hurricanes? What What do you think? You, I got the, the I got the schedule here, but what do you think? I mean, September 3rd is uh, BCU at Hurricanes. That's a win. That's a win. That's and a dominating got, win. Then we got Southern Miss. That's a win, too. Then we got Hurricanes at Texas A&M. See, that can be a win. For me, that's a win. For me, I'm already putting out my forecast in the schedule. You can see that on KingsCounty.com where I go through every game of the season. I'm up, I'm up to North Carolina right now. And I hate to be a homer when I say this, but they still undefeated. <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying, too. I, I agree with Marcus. I'm, I'm over here like, look, they're going to be at least 4-0 because I know they're going to be Texas A&M. At the end of the day, you know, I don't know – you know, they giving Texas A&M and all these other teams all this praise and shit. But, again, I already know. I live in Miami. I know they don't like us, the beaches, the women, the weather. So, again, I, f- I already know they're not going to be thinking or forecasting that we're going to go ahead and win. But me and Marcus already know we're going to win. So, after, he, after Texas A&M, we got, what is this, Middle Middle Tennessee? Oh, yeah. my God, Middle so Tennessee. When, Come on, right. small school then we somewhere got, in the wilderness. And we got UNC at Hurricanes. UNC, um. I got that as a win because it's think, at home and and they lost three straight to North Carolina. So we should win. And North we Carolina should win the first five Boston. games. What's yeah, that? we should be winning the first five games. If we're not five and zero, we four and one. Right, and the four and one exactly. It, the four and one is um, it, Texas, Texas A and M. And I don't think if we do lose, I don't think we're gonna lose more than a, a, a field goal. It's gonna be a field goal if we do lose, and it's gonna be some scandalous cheating shit. Me, Marcus, everybody gonna <laughs> so be let, like, let me get, let me get. Let's these, hope it's me, like that because if it's these not, next four then it's gonna be trouble in South Florida. Miami at Virginia Tech. We gonna win. I don't I like Virginia the, I, Tech yeah, I think because I hate Virginia running Tech. quarterbacks. But again, team that's, we're gonna that's win. kind of transitioning right now. New new head coach. Yeah, yeah. Right, Duke. At Miami, that's gonna be a win. Dude, Duke is, on, is really down. School. Come on, man. They're really on down. They're not like they don't have any players like they had in years past. Miami at Virginia. See that it to me is a trap game. It's a trap game because Virginia, it's they can't win in Virginia for some reason. Nah, that was the old and damn Canes. That was the old. I understand Canes with that, but like I don't know. I'm just trying to be realistic, and I feel like if you they're healthy and their quarterback is healthy. 
this is a this is a trap game. It's uh, people gonna say it's a trap game, but I'm not gonna say it's a trap game because I know that the coaching staff and Mario Cristobal and everybody, look, we back to work. Ain't no time for this trap game and all this other bullshit that everybody over here trying to say. It's not happening. The Miami um Hurricanes, the University of Miami is gonna do their thing in every damn game. For me, it comes back to what you learn and what is the position of your damn coach. If the coach is ready and they bought that life and they don't got no time for bullshit, the University of Miami and everybody in Miami don't have no time for bullshit. You feel me? You you have no time for bullshit because nah. it's been years since we've been seeing the Canes on a on the top stage and, and winning these damn games. So you don't got no time for that bullshit. I don't I got don't. no time for that bullshit. <laughs> the, 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 the actual um, individuals that's playing the games know that people don't have no time for none of that no more. We got men rid of Manny Diaz, and we don't got no time to be over saying what if this, that, and the other now. You need to do your job correctly. Look, you over here on watching these individuals practice. You're interviewing these individuals, and you seeing the change in everything that have anything to do with the University of Miami. So me, they're going to do their thing. It's not going to be no bullshit, and it's going to be like the old, period. I don't so got, got them. You, my got, you got them beating Virginia. Of course I do. You got them beating Virginia too? Look at him, I, my I, lawyer. I, I hate to say nah. it, but nah, being, being critical isn't being unloyal. He's just being critical. <laughs> bullshit. I hate to say it, but um, we're going to be Texas in and lose to Virginia? That's how stuff happens in football. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of true, yo. <laughs> nah, man. I see it. I'm going to say they lose. All right. So, next one. Florida State at Miami. We're going to win that shit. They're going to win. They, they've been wanting to beat Florida State so bad. And, and then last year, like, how much that they should have won this game and they lost it. Like, and they got a better coaching staff. This is a – yo, they're going to destroy Florida State. This gonna is destroy gonna, them. This is going to be like – They're going to destroy This is just going to be like 52-10 like two years ago. See, but again, I'm definitely happy that everything happened last year the way it is because we wouldn't be so positive about the University of Miami if Manny Diaz would still be his ass over here at the helm as a head coach. Because yeah. at the end of the day, everything happened for a reason. We lost last year when we were supposed to win. We, lost, we won the year be before – but again, Manny Diaz, I'm happy everything happened. But again, we're gonna destroy him, like Marcus said. Yeah, and you even if, even if it's a damn close game and yeah. we win by one one point, I don't give a damn. Every It'd be damn great if it was a missed field goal again. Be texting your ass, talking shit. <laughs> It'd be All great right. if it's, it's got, a missed field goal again. I got three more games. This goes up until Thanksgiving, pretty much, right? Okay. okay. Yeah. Miami versus Georgia Tech. That's a win. That's a win. Georgia Tech is yeah, down. Yeah, we all, all right. They're, so they're we almost, we're almost going undefeated with, with y'all over here. I think, I think Marcus has us losing possibly two games. You have us possibly losing one game. Yes, and that's Texas. All game. right. Miami at Clemson. We're going to win that. <laughs> so we're going to win so that. They're undefeated. We wanna, nah, the reason why I say nah, the reason why I say we, Clemson is undefeated. All nah, the rest nah, nah, of nah, nah. they can See, beat them. Nah, the reason why I say we're going to win against Clemson, <laughs> we, we got the activities that uh, um, director. What you know? what I'm saying we got the athletic director, huh? Athletic director, athletic, athletic director. We got him. We got the wide receiver, Latson. Um, and I understand why they let him. And go we got the the uh, Ray Ray decommitted from Clemson. Exactly. And so he's committed you know, to like, you. Look, we gonna go ahead and win that game. I mean, Clemson may feel some type of way because these individuals did com um, decommit, and we did steal their 
um, athletic director. But again, at the end of the day, he's from Dade County. What you mean? Everybody want to go ahead and eat some Haitian patties and some pasta minos and all type of um, vibes. So, of course, they was going to come back to the crib, just like Mario Cristobal. But again, regardless of the fact, I think we're going to win because that were, um, that um, quarterback that they had, um, he wasn't looking too great last year. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't look like a playmaker or somebody I could be like, oh, damn, they got that quarterback. And even though they Clemson, they still got that quarterback. See, the, He's somebody that I'm just like, oh, The thing yeah, about Clemson okay. is that they still got that defense, man. They they still got a really good defense. This is a defense that held Georgia, who was the national championship champions, uh, to like 10 points. You know what I'm saying? Did they so they good last year. Clemson? Yes. No. I mean, not for Clemson standards, but wouldn't you kill for what Clemson did last year? Yeah. Exactly. But that's me knowing that Manny Diaz was our head coach. Somebody won our team, lose, and you got people like uh, um, Silvera actually criticizing these uh, um, people that's not giving it all on the actual uh, on grid line, and you got the head coach that's saying, nah, don't get, don't give them the business, don't eat them. Look, so again, it's a different organization right now. Again, you're thinking about people like Manny Diaz. No, take that out of your brain. Take it out. Like, take it out, flush it down the damn toilet. You feel me? Because it's again, hard. It's, it's hard to let go of, like, what's been happening, you know, because in my heart of hearts. You always got to look at history. Yeah, you do, because it's data, it's information. So you have to kind of make conclusions off the previous information. But at the same time, it's like, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you 100%. I feel like, yeah, we can't go undefeated, man. This actually can happen because we got basically an NFL-level type of coaching staff. You can't tell me that Mario Cristobal can't be... Uh, uh, an assistant coach. You oh, can't tell me that Charlie Strong can't be an assistant coach. See, you can't be tell me that Kevin Steele can't be a, an assistant coach. Yeah, absolutely right. Kevin Smith. You're on the same Jamil page Adai, But my whole thing Jason is Jason Taylor. Ed Reed is on the staff. Um, Charlie Alfonso, Strong. Alfonso um, Highsmith is on the staff. We like, got the guy from LSU with the crazy voice. Ed Ogeron. He's not on the staff. Okay. But, he's, but he's around, though. He be hanging around, though. Uh, right, we got him. No, we got him. <laughs> you, you know, we got his ass. You know, but we got to do it a certain way. You feel what I'm saying? Because they go over here do some type of tr- craziness. You feel me? Of course, yeah. in Miami, so they're going to find some type of way to hate. But he over here. We got him some way over here getting vibed out over here. But again. Yeah. So, the, so it's coaching, right? Because So last year, our problem was what? We couldn't tackle, right? And why why they couldn't tackle? Mostly that is because of coaching. These are young players, most of them. If you have some better coaches coaching them up, then you should be able to tackle better. I'm not scared of you. So you fix that problem, right? And then the next thing is, oh, but do you have a quarterback? Well, yes, you have a quarterback that could be possibly the next uh, or or the second or or third quarterback taken in the NFL next year. Legit. What what would that say? And then – you you have two coaches that are basically coaching up the offensive line, and one of them is the head coach. What do you like? You know, the head coach used to play at Miami, wants to win more than any anybody. What do you need? He won two championships as a player. What do you have? And then now, you know, you, you, you are actually just kind of the secondary offensive line coach. You bring your offensive line coach from Oregon who put Penny Sewell in the NFL. What do you like? So, you just have all 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 the ingredients to to really be successful. You got 
you got a stable of running backs, and Josh Gaddis, the offensive coordinator, already said he's going to use multiple running backs. Whoever has the high hand is pretty much going to be that guy. So you got Jalen Knighton, who's the fastest player on the team. You got Don Chaney, who I already told you how great he did last night in the scrimmage. You got Henry Parrish, to me, is was the best of, of all three when I saw them in high school, coming from Ole Miss. You know what I'm saying? And then you, I already talked to you about the tight ends and how deep they are. Well, Mallory is going to be drafted in the NFL, and tight end U is going to keep rolling on. You know what I'm saying? And then you got James Williams, who was nominated for the best defensive player of the year award watch list. Last night I heard he, he was just being a dog, and he was um, at, at the line just, you know, he's going to be that hybrid type of safety, which – I hate to say this because people are going to be like, nah, this dude is comparing him to the greats. But that's what Ed Reed used to do. He was a hybrid type of safety who would just be at the line but have the athleticism to still cover in long range. So if Jane Williams can get to that level, then he can be definitely a defensive player of the year. But to me, the better safety on that team for me is actually Avante Williams. All right, so I got – let me break down what y'all got, right? I got one more game, right? Marcus has us possibly losing three games, one to Texas A&M, one to Virginia, and one to Clemson. Yeah. You have us possibly losing one game to Texas A&M, right? Exactly, loyalty. Now, the Saturday- you, don't think, you don't think Clemson even is a possibility of losing? Nah, man. That's crazy. Nah. I'm, Going into see, no, Clemson, no, you know how not, you know what not, the crazy environment that it, is? It, yeah, because they be cheating. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the only reason that why we will lose. And, that, and and if we playing straight up, I think that this new university of Miami, you got all these individuals that's supposed to be getting awards this year or uh, or in line to get all these awards. You seen it on 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 Instagram and, and and all these social media outlets how all these individuals on the cane supposed to be winning or in in line to or in position to get all these awards, they're going to prove that. They're going to prove that straight up. So for me, look, I only see really one game that we really can actually lose. So you talking about Clemson, and I know what i seen about that damn quarterback last year. He was kind of shaky last year. I ain't worried about the, the tackling like that because the only reason we lost really last year is because they wasn't scared of Manny Diaz or they ain't even much – they ain't even much respect Manny who, Diaz. Who you talk? Well, what team you talking about? What the last year's um, University of Miami and this year's University of Miami? Oh, last right. year's University of Miami with the Canes, they didn't care about getting penalties and keep doing the same shit over and over again. And me and you at the crib going crazy, want to throw the uh, remote at the damn screen because they doing the damn same shit. Or, or me, ch- or me trying to internalize my feelings while I'm at, in, in the damn. Press box at the game. Exactly. You feel what I'm saying? I know that, you felt some type of way. That when shit we lost destroys me sometimes. And you know you got to go ahead you and know do what an destroyed, right after. The one that destroyed me the most was the Virginia game. That one destroyed me. It was not FSU? Well, the, I'm talking about when I was at the game. Oh, when I was, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I was devastated at the crib. Like, Oh, come on. Here. Yeah, that was an away game and I didn't go. So I was, yeah, you already know how like, I felt about on, that. Man. Like, look, I'm tired. I couldn't of, even, I couldn't even, like, Talk to people for like and that whole the day. Shit that it, it, it's a change for the University of Miami. All the bullshit that happened last year is not gonna happen this year. So that's the reason why I feel we're only gonna lose one game, and we probably can go undefeated. 
that's how I feel. Some people gonna be like, "Oh, damn, he's." Just I got a, one more game. He's just a one a, more a fan. All right, Pittsburgh at Miami. See, that's a close. Game. That's a win, but we're gonna win. To me, that's a win. I think you know Pittsburgh. They lost too much. They lost Kenny Pickett. They lost the the best wide receiver. receiver. You know, when this USC, is a game right? at home at our last home game, senior day. I think Miami gets that one. For we sure. beat them last year when we were shaky. Right, and that was at <laughs> Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, so why we not going to beat them this year? Right. So, again, the University of Miami, like so I said. So, after that, it would be the ACC championship game. Correct. So, by my account, if they only lose, if they lose, well, that would be two ACC games. That's possible that they might not make it to the ACC championship you see, game. You see what he's saying over but here? But for he's West, let, let's, let's, let's keep it on the West side. Exactly. Because I heard West side is the best side anyway. Already. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they win the ACC uh, Coastal mm-hmm. and they play who? Let's just say they play Clemson. Clemson. What happens? We gonna win because <laughs> we already beat they ass already <laughs> in the damn uh, regular season. See, for me, is this a rematch? For me, I actually agree with that because it's a rematch. They lost the first one and now you're playing at not their house. They're going to have equal tickets for, for both teams for the most part. It's still going to be mostly Clemson, but still, it's not going to be like playing at day spot where there's pre- pretty much 80 to 90% on, Clemson fans, on, you know what I'm saying, screaming. Where that shit, I mean, it, that plays a factor, Real, especially in college football. Real nigga question, man. Like, we spoke about the Dolphins already, and we both, well, I don't know about you, but I feel... <laughs> positive about the Miami Dolphins in regards to everything that they I'm did. I'm positive until the first four games and then see, see, I'm going to reassess myself. So same thing when it comes to the Canes. Like everything that happened with the Canes, Manny Diaz getting fired, you know, we get Mario Cristobal, we get this all-star coaching staff, we get five-star players committed for 2023, we get individuals transferring right now to set the foundation. Um, of course, I'm positive because I'm a Canes fans as well, you know. But the question is, like, you talking all this good stuff about the Canes and this, that, and the other, but right now you're saying, oh, it's a possibility that they ass don't even make the Coastal and win um, the Coastal. I'm like. I think they win the Coastal. What you mean? Oh, oh okay. Cause, yeah. See, but you say that they're probably going to lose, like, three games. Two games. Virginia and, and – um. Clemson, but Clemson's not in our division. So, okay, okay. But you also okay. had Texas A&M. You said you, you, you might. Said you think, Texas you A&M think, might. Think I think they win. win. I think they're gonna win. Texas A&M might uh, might be a hard game. That's yeah, awesome. yeah. That's they're gonna be a hard game. Win or lose. Yeah, because I say they're gonna win. Because I have faith in nah, my. Nah, I got I got fifty fifty because first rig big game on the road night game. It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough game to win. Very tough game to win. Right, so we, we don't <laughs> broke down their is that called regular season? It's not called a regular Yeah, it's called regular season. Right. Mm-hmm. And then right. ACC championship. So it's, let's say it's the ACC championship game. I just want to see where they lose. Because if we about to win the national championship, according to Westradamus, I'm going to go put my bet in right now. You know what I'm saying? Is I, you know, I give people advice on bet and they win. And when I bet, I lose. <laughs> you feel me? How that work? How that work, man? So like, I don't know. You feel me? It's a curse. You feel me? It's probably God telling me, like, I don't need to move this way. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? Because I swear to God, boy, people be asking me for advice on betting and I give them the advice and they win bread. 
And then me, when I'm like, all right, I've been yeah. giving so much people all this glory. Let me go try to go ahead and help myself, okay. and then I lose. All so right, that's so, my own bet, so right? here it is. So if the Kings win the ACC, let's just say they make the playoff. You know, they're the fourth team. Because you know they're going to make us the fourth team. Let, let, course, let's just let's just be real. Beaches the women the women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even if, like, Alabama has two losses, they're going to make us the fourth team. Yeah. So they play Alabama. In the first game, let's say Alabama's the number one team because Alabama's projected to be the number one team going into this season. The AP poll, AP poll actually comes out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, the, um, in the coaches poll, they came out 17th, ranked 17th in the nation, the Miami okay. Hurricanes. It's all good. I think they were under uh, underrated. Uh, under, um, yeah, underrated. Appreciated. <laughs> underappreciated. Um, so I think they should have been more like maybe uh, – 15, 14 or 15, in my opinion. I think they're better than better than Pittsburgh, and I think they're better than NC State. See, but it don't matter, though. It's a good thing because when we whoop all these teams that's um, rated better than us, then it's not going to be nothing. It's Especially since we beat those two teams last already. season. Exactly. <laughs> but, again, you already know. I already said it. Beaches, women, the weather. You feel me? Yeah. They hate us. They don't like Miami for any reason. So, again, at the end of the day, when these things come out, when individuals that recruit to Miami lose some stars because they decided to actually commit to Miami, then, again, it's not nothing new to us. You feel what I'm saying? So, again, I'm just So, who wins? Alabama or Miami? Alabama. Oh, okay. That That's where the run ends. No, nah, because the cheating is going to happen. <laughs> See, 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 Nick Saban, the, the helicopter man, the person that you can't trust, the person that was the head coach of the, uh, of, of the Miami Dolphins that said that I'm not going to be the head coach of Alabama and the next day he was the coach of Alabama. This is the individual that, you know, he, 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 he found a way to win in a certain era because this era was in his favor. When in regards to the University of Miami, they hate us. They've been hating us even since we was wearing them soldier fatigues back in the days. They hate us, so they gonna always hate us. And of course, they hate us because the beaches, the women, and the weather. They do not want us to win. When you go to all these other places, they have nothing to do. Like y'all in the wilderness doing shit. We got beaches. We don't even go to the damn beach like that. I do. You feel me? You're up for, you you gonna go to the beach? But ask anybody. Last time I've been to the beach was when I was what to the barbecue. <laughs> See, but that's what I'm saying. And the barbecue was like a few months back. But I'm saying, regardless of the fact, we got pools, we got beaches, and we barely going to them. Our clubs close at seven ten o'clock. In the morning. In the morning. You feel me? Like, y'all clubs close early. 10 o'clock at you night. Feel, 10 o'clock at night, 11, probably even 12. 12 or 1, it closed. You feel what I'm saying? There's a lot of the things. The latest that, would be 2. Latest maybe is 2. The latest the, is the, 2, which you is feel crazy. Me? In I'm regards like, to when y'all go to the damn strip club. We'll be going I, out like at 11, 12, and then we there for two hours, and then it's a let when out. When we go to the damn <laughs> strip clubs, our dumbs, they but book they but bucket naked like yeah, they bucket naked you feel me yeah in regards y'all got pasties and y'all got you feel me all type of vibes you, it's different in miami so we understand why y'all hate us because y'all looking at it like look if our team lose this is all we got you feel me this is all we got y'all over there you feel me us. like our team lose it ain't nothing we gonna still go and vibe out we gonna go to the beach we got all the women the weather is lovely and we, of course, we got the AC to just make sure, you know, we, we vibed out when it's hot. But again, regardless of the fact, y'all always going to hate on Miami, period. So it's nothing when y'all 
give us a bad ranking. It's nothing when y'all don't um, talk about us on ESPN. No, you get mad. You get mad. Thing. It's not nothing. You get mad, right? Nah, it, 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 you know, sometimes. It's irritating, right? It's, it's annoying. It, it, it's like, it, why, they don't, why they don't give us our respect? Nah, you, it, everybody wants their respect. See, but I came to the understanding knowing that this is what they do now. You feel me? I'm a little yeah. bit more mature right now. You know, I'm not the flea that keep jumping and hitting my head on the jar and thinking that my head is not going to hit the jar every time I jump. I already done got immune to that. I know what it is. I understand what it is. But my whole thing is when we actually do be the ones on top now and you have to talk about us. You have to talk about us on ESPN, on Instagram, on social media outlets, everywhere. Not your garbage team. F your barbecues. Y'all have nothing to do. You feel me? We over here vibing, club live, and, you know, we doing all type of thing. Going to Cloverleaf and South Beach, going to Wet Willies, doing our thing. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I was like, Cloverleaf? The Bowling Lanes? No, no, no uh, um, the one, the Clevelander. Yo, I'm that's, saying, that's I'm called saying, deep, I'm man. saying the Clevelander. My bad, my Yo, bad. I, I, I remember Cloverleaf, though, man. I, right now. I'm talking too. about that Cleveland-er, the you Clevelander. Brought, you brought it back with the Cloverleaf, For though, really? man. Yeah, like, that's the bowling yeah. alley right there, you feel back. me? You brought me back to middle man. school, like, instantly. Oh, school, I was like, Cloverleaf. Trying to holler at little 16-year-old dimes. It was a good time. Back when we were 16 years old. Yeah, back when we were 16 years old. Right. If you know what Cloverleaf is, that's, I mean, that's around the time where they had the the. Didn't they have like a dollar movie? You feel yeah, me? Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, old school. Y'all don't know nothing about that life, man. You feel me? A dollar movie at uh, Scotland before Aventura even had movie theater in that month. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. You know the dollar movie at Scotland Island. Huh? No, the dollar movie at Scotland where you used to watch two movies. Oh, yeah, oh you yeah. already know the place. It was, it was yeah. two movies for ninety nine cents, come man. On, it, it would be like some really old movies that came yeah, out like. Five Eight months, months ago. Yeah, six months you ago. Know? But the oh, reason why you're, you're going like, over mm. there is why. You already know. Yeah, you, you already know. Hey! Vibing, you feel me? Hey. It's not to pay attention to the movie. It's kind of like y'all next Netflix and chill nowadays with yeah. you younger guys. But but yeah. but yeah. Um but yeah, man, it, it, it ain't nothing. It was like man, a hostel over there. Man, <laughs> don't talk about my hostel. <laughs> Love that hostel, but uh, other than Miami, we got any more Miami Hurricane stuff? Um, I mean, it depends on what you want to talk you about. Talk about the, the interviews that yeah, you did last week definitely. with the kids. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely check out the interviews on on Kane's County and uh, the the actual website and the also the the YouTube channel as far as mm-hmm. the interviews with South Florida kids and also Miami commits and um, and targets. Um, actually, no commits. Just just, just uh, Miami targets like Hakeem Williams and and you know, Ruben Bain, um, Jeremiah Smith. Hold up, whoa, whoa, whoa. you saying Jane. Ruben Bain? You need to call him his real name. His name is Hurricane Bain. <laughs> For real, you Hur- Hurricane Bain. He's a really good kid, man. Interested in in the videography, which is 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 really cool. Very intelligent dude. Um, yeah, he, you know. Um, He's them? definitely gonna be somebody who Miami should get for for numer- numerous of reasons because he's a hometown kid. One, he's the national sack leader. Mm-hmm. Trying to do it for let's, the third let's year. Let's just say that again: national sack leader in the nation. In the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to have him uh, come to the class is in itself would just be great. 
where they're going to be battling to me is, is Alabama. Alabama is, is really pushing hard. Uh, Nick Saban himself is trying to push to get Ruben you heard, you heard. He said on the interview, he said, Nick Saban talks to me at least once a week. Exactly. Yeah. That's not enough. Yeah. That's in my eyes. Exactly. That's not enough because I've seen the damn interview and I was like, oh, he hollered at us one, um, once a week. But he, he, he basically said that Mario Cristobal um, – Make sure his family's straight. And you know, family is everything. You feel me? So, again, yeah, I seen what you said about the, you, 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 he hollered at you once a week, but family is everything. So, for me, you know, and your name is already Hurricane Bane. You know what I mean? You might as well be a hurricane. You feel what I'm saying? But again, regardless of the fact, I really truly feel like, look, these um, individuals that you interviewed and stuff like that, like, they're going to make the right decision. I know that they're going to make the right decision, though. But yeah. who else did you you interview? Um, Josiah Trader um, and Jeremiah Smith. Uh, these these two receivers there for the twenty twenty four class, which is probably more important than this twenty twenty three class. Why you say that? Because it's like the second recruiting class on it's it's the real first recruiting class under under Cristobal because twenty twenty three, you know, you started kind of late in the game. Um, I mean twenty twenty two was even later if you want to count that. But, but really, um, the twenty twenty four class is really where you can see if, uh, if uh, Miami can really come back to a national championship type of level. It's really going to be that twenty twenty four class because once once you have a class like that, uh, because essentially I think it could be a top five class. I'm not sure if Miami gets to a top five class this season or this cycle. Um, I'm pretty confident they'll make the top 10 or be very close to it. Uh, but a top five class is definitely in the cards for the following season, especially if the season turns out how we think it's going to turn out, which you undefeated until they lose to Alabama or me. Um, pretty much the same, just they lose two games. Um, and lose to Alabama. So, if that happens, you know how big Miami's going to be jumping? You know, like, it's going to be, like, crazy. Because you remember, you remember that Notre Dame game. You remember how crazy it was where... Me and Chris was there. The stadium was shaking. Right, exactly. And if Miami is anywhere close to the records that we think they're going to be at, that's how that Pittsburgh game is going to be. The last game of the season, it's probably going to mean something. It's probably going to be, you know, we win the Coastal officially or not. Now see, but it's a that stadium worse. is going to be jumping if we think they're going to win as many games as they I hear you, but when they it comes win. to the Pittsburgh game, I think we hate um, Notre Dame a lot more. Yeah. You feel me? Uh, so, of course. So it was a little bit more animosity. So it's going to be a crazy game. But I don't know if the stadium probably was going to shake like that because we hate Notre Dame. They independent. You know, they, 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 um, you know, especially right now, you know, they don't know where they want to go. They want to go to the, the, join this team, um, this, um, um, division or that division or they want to stay independent. You know what I'm saying? For me, you know, um, Especially the game when we lost to Lou Holtz when his ass cheated um back in the days. That was another championship that we should have under our belt. But 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 it's a different feel when you play Notre Dame, when you play Florida State, when you play Alabama garbage. Well, I'm not gonna say garbage ass because they're really good right now. Um, <laughs> Nick Saban, yeah, um, though, you know he's the he's the second evil empire. 
<laughs> yeah. You know, but 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 I think it's gonna be a different feel. Uh, you know, I think I think you know if we win the all the games that I think that we are gonna win, I don't think I think you know the sleeper game would be that Pittsburgh game and not the Virginia game that you were speaking on. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that we're gonna beat every other team, and I think Pittsburgh. Um, would probably we'll probably be in our feelings then thinking that it's all good, and then that'll probably be the sleeper game. But you know what I, I want to ask you is what did if you it wasn't at home I would agree, but it's at home. All right, all right. What I wanted to ask you was what did you take out most out of those interviews? Um, that these players are they're they're not they're not football players. They're players that play football, you know, that they're, they're, you know, kids, you know, trying to play football and, and, and really just, you know, live their life like how it should be lived. You know, I mean, that, that, that's what I took from, from the interviews. I mean, there's a lot of things I took from it, but that was the one, that was the one thing kind of overall. The other thing was, damn, these kids really like NBA young boy. <laughs> like dang like why um i don't know i mean he's all right and what you were saying earlier in, in, a, in a conversation maybe they they just uh well nba just kind of tells the story of a certain vibe for them uh in their lifetime you know uh but for me yeah, that that was the kind of the most crazy thing, and then also the fact that they listen. Some of them listen to R and B before a game, you know, which makes sense because, like we were saying, um, you know, sometimes you're so hyped up for a game, you need to kind of calm down and just relax and see, you know, what the vibe will really be. I mean, Javis Simpkins said, you know, he was, uh, um, he that he listens to uh, Hello. Adele. Adele, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that was another player that said, yeah, I listen to Fantasia. I was like, oh, another one yeah. said, listen to Compa. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of, you know, you, um, you got to have a history. Right? Yeah, yeah. But um, one, one artist that I did notice, because NBA Youngboy kept coming up. They never said Kodak Black, which I know Wes would be like, why, why they don't listen to Kodak Black? But yeah. one Florida artist that they listen to a lot, which was surprising, and I've heard his name before, but I ain't never check out his stuff, is Rod Wave. You ever listen to Rod Wave? Yeah, I listen to Rod Wave, but I like Rod Wave. But Rod Wave is more of a singer, right? He's a singer, but yeah. he's more, more. You know, it, it's like gloomy music. That's why they kept. It's kind of conscious. Remember, remember, they kept saying like, "Oh yeah, I listen to Rod Wave." Yeah, but I ain't emotional though. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. It was, like one, it was like two of them. That it was like, yeah, yeah. I, ain't, I ain't emo. Or I, I I like the music, but it's more emotional. You like it's more like he's like feeling. He's like he's um singing the pain that that he had endured or he's seen or yeah. something like that so yeah it's a good thing but it's a, always a time and a place for his type of music for me you know even though when i listen to everything that he dropped five you know what i'm saying but again i just don't want to be in that that mood that he be on all the time so i'm not gonna be on him as far as nba young boy when they said nba young boy even though kodak black is the goat I think that, um, yeah, you laughing, but it's the truth. Um, I think that, you know, they listen to NBA Youngboy because they football players and they want to be hype. NBA Youngboy is like a, a like a, a newer version of Meek Mills, but he's more hyper and Kodak Black Not is really. giving you. Huh? Not really. 
How? You don't think uh, so? How is he a version of me? Meek, Meek Mill is it's loud he, when he's speaking. He, he screams on his song. NBA Youngboy, he, he he does a lot what Kodak does. He like raps, then he, he does harmony. And he just sings with the auto-tune shit. I don't really see him doing any Meek Mill type shit. See, so I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a fair comparison. Nah. So when I say when I say uh, I'm comparing him to, I Michael see what he's saying with Meek. It's like how loud he is when he be speaking. It's like a different type of tempo compared to Kodak Black. Yeah, Kodak that, there's Black like more energy behind. Exactly, it. He, has, he has aggressiveness. Exactly, and if you are uh, uh, Meek Mill, uh, just yells on his songs, but he don't. Yeah, he just got aggressiveness. Well, probably you know, but you you understand where I'm coming from. But when it comes to what I'm saying is Kodak Black. Kodak Black is giving you different type of tempos and this, that, and the other. Even though they do things kind of similar, if you're a football player, most likely you're going to listen to NBA Youngboy. Most likely you're going to live to listen to um, somebody that's going to get you hype. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like when they had, uh, what was that boxer um, that used to rap? Um, uh, Roy Jones. Exactly. Roy Jones. When, when he had his music, you feel me? And a lot of people still music, listen to his music to this day for that specific song that he had in regards to, like, um, get you hype. You feel what I'm saying? And he's not even a rapper like that. You feel what I'm saying? He raps, but he's not one of these individuals like a Tupac, a Drake, or a Lil Wayne or something like that. But he still made something that, till this day, people still use to actually get hype. So, again, different tempo for a different individual. You know, and then also you had the individuals that speak. Uh, I'm listening to R&B. Yeah, you listen to R&B, like you said, Marcus. Sometimes you've been so hype to 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 um, play the game. Sometimes you need a, a different tempo to to calm you down. You feel me? So you know, it, it's like when you you know on boxing, you you need to be calm because if you're not really um, focused on the match, meaning you're angry or um, you're thinking about other things other than the match, most likely you're going to lose. Same thing when these people um, or these players actually listen to the R&B to actually calm themselves, you feel me? Because sometimes you're so focused on being aggressive and hype to, you know, because, of course, you're playing a, a game and you want to win a game, but sometimes you just want to calm yourself down and that'll put you in the best position to actually do what, the stuff that you need to do because you're actually thinking before you're actually moving. But, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rod Wave was was definitely. I mean, I like Rod Wave, but I was I, I was just surprised um, that he that he came up so much. And um, what was the other one? The other one I heard a lot was G Herbo. Oh yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, because G Herbo's already kind of old, like for this generation. Listen. I don't even listen to G Herbo. I, I, I like G Herbo. Me either. I don't listen to him, but I do like him because he uh, he kind of goes deep. He talks about just like more like deep stuff, but he's always off beat to me. That's why I probably want you listen, listen to it. He's usually off beat. Listen to him. Next time you listen to him, why you're gonna be like, damn, why is he oh, off beat? Look, man. It's almost like a new way, like a Chicago E40 See, the, type. You know what <laughs> See, I mean? but that's the shit that I don't understand because, you know, you're talking about people that listen to stuff that's deep. You know, Kodak talk about stuff that's deep. Even though sometimes he sing about it, you just forget to sing and just pay attention to what he's saying. And then you have individuals like Coley that talk about stuff, Coley P or Coley on um, people like him that talk about stuff that's deep. And you have people that's not even on him. So, again, um, G Herbo, I'm not on him. You know, I know about Rod Wave, um, but it, it got to be a sitting mood to actually listen to his music. Um, but, I, I, you know, I, I understand them listening to NBA Youngboy, uh, you know, a little bit, you know, because, I mean, it's like entering a fight. You want to you wanna be motivated for that fight. And certain rappers could give you that regardless of whatever they rap. 
if it's a hit or even if it's not a hit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What you, what, what you thought? I mean, based off what Wes said, I would say, because I listen, I'm not into NBA Youngboy like that. Like, Me I've been, neither. I've been giving him many, like, when he first came out, I hear about all these kids listening to him. So I, 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 so I listen so to it, I'm like, I don't understand it. And I li- and then another album comes out, and I'm like, listen to it, I was like, ah, I still don't understand it. I, I don't like it, but the kids like it, so, hey. But, like, the last album he put out, and then this newer album, I kind of see what they're saying. Um, I think... I think he he's more diverse than you think because he does have those aggressive songs that if you want to get hype, but he also has like songs where he's just singing, like just singing about like painful shit that he went through. Just it's, it's some deep shit. Only problem is you could barely understand what he's saying. But with Kodak, you can't barely understand what he's saying now, too. Like if you listen to his earlier stuff, Kodak's earlier stuff, he was actually pronouncing words now he's more into like what people call mumble rap he's more mumbling See, but his he did words that for now. a reason he did that for a reason he actually even had an interview about that his brother had an interview about that as far as you know when when they thought that he was gonna blow they thought something else was gonna blow this real shit that's you know you know speaking on how you speaking but then the stuff that um blue was the the no flocking and and you know sometimes you know it's not what what is the best to put out is what is the best to get you paid. So, so like Jay Z says, I dumb down my lyrics to double my dollars, and, and, and they and, criticize yet they all say holla. And exactly, <laughs> and that's the same thing that his brother said in the interview. He said Kodak Black had to dumb down his music. You feel me? To actually, um, for um, for individuals to actually listen to his shit. You feel me? And and, and hey, if 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 I'm rapping this conscious. On this conscious rap and this that and the other, and ain't paying no bills. But then I done my shit down. But it got me putting food on my table, and I'm holding shit down the, the way that I wanted it to be when I was speaking that conscious shit. Then what you think I'm gonna do? I'm, but gonna sp- I'm, I'm not talking about what he's speaking about. I'm just talking about pronunciation, like saying it's, like you could listen. Like you, they the, said the, the, the words are clear because around no flocking, he was still pronouncing words like you could hear it clearly. Oh, he's saying this. He's saying that now. It's a little bit more like gruffled, a little bit more mumbled. See, but they say the same shit. And they say it's a South Florida accent, which you go back and you go, hold on, why was he speaking like this when he was younger? But now you're saying it's a South Florida accent, but he's just being a little bit more like mumbly. It's the same thing about Migos. They'll they'll call them mumble rappers, but who's the ones on top for the longest? Migos. So they're going to, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's just like. You gotta know it, it, it. It's a game. You feel me? It's chess. You feel me? So if I know I'm putting out, I actually things, just started to listen to Migos. Really? That's crazy, right? What's going on over <laughs> yeah. here in this world, <laughs> man? Breaking like news I, on the I, I, I just podcast. started listening to it because to me it was like this is like the top of the top when it comes to mumble rap, and I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be associating myself with this. You know, what then saying? you listen to it, you was like, but then I listened to hard. it. I started listening to it like really closely. And I was like, this is okay, so okay, these, these, these dudes is flowing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the thing. That, you know, pe- the problem is people, people want, want people to rap like people from New York. No. That's not even true, though, because I can hear everything Gucci Mane is saying. Everything. You know, like, there's nothing where I don't, like, I'm like, what what the hell are you saying? You probably need but to go it's still considered, like, mumble rap, but I can hear everything he's saying. 
but Migos, it t- it takes me a while to like figure out see, like, my whole thing is like my him and like you know Young Thug, Rich Homie Quan, these guys. They, they all to me rap? they sound the same to me. I don't I don't uh, see because my whole thing is somebody else gonna say it's Mumble Rap, but you don't know it may be from where they from. That's yeah. how they pronounce certain things. Again, at the end of the day, I feel like the people that call it Mumble Rappers are the are the haters. Y'all used to get praised for how you rapping. Now people are praising these people for how they rapping. You just in your feelings. So I just can't hear. I can't. I want to hear it. I want to hear what you're saying. See, but again, like you said, you said when I really paid attention, you're like, oh. But why I gotta really pay attention to your music? Some some shit I could just hear one time and I can hear it. Sometimes you gotta really pay attention. Sometimes you gotta really pay attention. Why you gotta be lazy about everything all the time? Sometimes you gotta pay attention. I ain't got time, man. I just try to listen to the song and just vibe, man. Nah, man. Because once you once you really know what they said, then you really gonna be vibing and you don't really even need to pay attention no more like that because you know i already know what they saying and the sound hard and the beat hard the tempo hard everything hard so again at the end of the day like again going back to you know these individuals talking about the people that they actually listen to when y'all's individual interviewing them cool it's all good but still i really truly feel kodak is the goal why because he's giving dip of well of this generation why because he's give he gives you different tempos when I listen to Lil Baby, it's the same thing. The songs sound hard, but it's the same thing. When I listen to Drake, it's the same thing. It's hard, and it's not even this generation. It's hard, but it's the same thing. It's the same tempo. When I listen to certain people, it's the same tempo. Kodak going to give you different avenues of him. You know, some people not going to like it, but if you re- the people that don't like it, you need to go back to what Marcus said. I really paid attention to what he was saying, and then my oh. Nah, I really feel this song. But again, all it takes is what Chris said too. Sometimes you got to pay attention. So your ass over here saying, I ain't like the Kodak Black album. But listen to No, it. I did listen to it and it sucks. <laughs> right? Because one of my favorite albums of the past five years is Dying to Live from Kodak Black. But that bullshit he put out, that fucking what was it uh back don't listen to me yeah man don't listen back to for him, everything man. you feel me it's 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 not really rap it's it's an amalgamation of rap i ain't and, and i ain't let him listen to it when your ass was on when we was on vibing you feel me because vibe the, the first, I'm, I'm, I'm more i'm more on chris side with this like i, I didn't really it's good it's a good album i liked it don't listen to it both of them is crazy right now you feel me it's good but like when's the last time i listened to a kodak black song because from that album super gremlin but that's 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 the the song that's on there that's what see this is what i think happened right i think that's a throwback album he put out super gremlin remember that was on a compilation album where he has his artists on right but that was the only song that became a hit. And what I think happened was either him or the record executives or the people around him said, yo, this shit is a hit. You need to put out an album out now because nah. this shit is a hit. Nah, and then he just do it. He just did a throwback album just like, oh, he just put some shit together Look. and it's all it's it's eh, it's eh. I'm not gonna say it's garbage, even though I, I said that already. But Look. it's eh, it's eh. Smackers it's is eh. hard. Purple stamp is no, hard. It's not. Midas no, it's touch not. is hard. No, it's not. You saying boo <laughs> no, is not. hard. You saying boo is hard. You saying boo, you is, saying hard. boo is hard. I'll give you that. Like, the first four songs were hard, and then purple there was like, stamp ain't hard. No, it's not. I don't. It's not memorable. It's not. I don't know. When we go outside to um, pull up a little bit again, 
Y'all gonna be like, okay, no problem. Yeah. Y'all, I, 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 like, cause I don't know what the hell these 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 guys are talking about, yet, man. You feel me? Right, let's get let's like, get on to, let's get on to the next topic. We got any more uh, sports, football, the Heat? Um, I ain't got nothing on the Heat. I mean, nothing on Marlins, Panthers. Look, I got nothing. Right now, it's 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 a sports drought. Right now, that's where we're happy. It's not that. a sports drought. It's all about football. We nah, can keep talking football. Football just came back, but again, I mean, it's still a drop because it still didn't happen yet. That's true. That's, you know true, that's true. I mean, the we're game right happened there. the other day. <laughs> the game happened the other day, but high like school you said, football you just starts for me this week. Bro. I mean, yeah, so, high school like hey, officially. Look, even up. though I went to a scrimmage this weekend, I had seen um the head coach of um Central had them doing. Running laps and stuff, they lost or something. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going nah, on. man, they just practiced, man. No, 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 because he was he was giving them the business like like they just lost the game. Nah. I was like, hold up, what did I just miss? Because I'm, I'm, you know, nah, I'm you like, got to coach them hard, man. You got to coach these okay, kids hard. Okay, because he he convinced me. Somebody that watched the video that they just lost the game. Nah, I they, understand what you're they saying. They talking about coaching them hard. <laughs> I thought I thought they lost. I'm like, damn man, who the hell they done just lost to? You nah. know what I'm saying? But yeah, Miami Central is going to be in contention for the national championship as every year. They so lost. it's so it's St. Thomas Aquinas and IMG, of course. See, but they won the last what two, three years? Yeah, it's state championships. Yeah, yeah. but not so, national. National is like something different. You got to pretty much go undefeated. You have to have hard teams on your schedule. How many nationals did they win? Central's never won a national championship. Yeah. yeah. But come on, like, winning a national championship, that's hard. It don't really matter to me because all <laughs> the people that go to the NFL come from down here, so it don't really matter to me. You yeah. Me? You know, a championship in high school don't really mean shit. It's, do I see your ass on TV? Do your mom see you on TV? And they don't play an actual game. Paid? That's the thing, too. Like, I wish they would do that. Have a, a national championship game for high school. So what are you, they don't have that. What they have is they just rate teams so based on bullshit. the state championships that they've they won so based on the that? based on the players that they have um, rated high is how they determine who is the national champion. So basically, what you're saying is it's, it's called a mythical national national championship no, no, because what you're saying it should be is the beaches, the women, and the weather because everybody know that all the real players come from down here, the Tri County or Florida. Period. So they're like, all right, let's go ahead and make sure that these individuals not gonna win the state um the national championships. They can win the state championship, but we know there's racism and there's all type of hate, beaches, women, and the weather included. Um, let's make sure that these individuals from South Florida do not win the national championship because it's based on that bullshit that you just explained. You feel yeah. I me? Mean? No, but uh, teams from South Florida won the national championship. St. Thomas has won. Booker T has won. So, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of bring really me back in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Cause, yeah, cause, they know. just never won one um, officially, but, you know. People have their opinions on who's the best team in the national in in the nation, but Most uh, likely but yeah, Central is going to be a team. But Shamanad is the team this year, though. Shamanad is loaded. Shamanad is going to be the team to beat nationally this this year. And on the first weekend of of high school football, it's pretty much a a nation against Broward County type of thing that's going to happen. Like w- one of these big teams from across the country coming to, coming to Broward and they're going to play all of our best teams. St. Thomas, American Heritage, 
um, Cardinal Gibbons, um, Stranahan's in there, just all the best teams out of Broward. It's going to be great. So but I'm going to be exhausted. Nothing to be scared about. <laughs> I ain't, ain't nothing to be scared about because at the end of the day, like I said, you feel me? Like, they're going to hate us for whatever they hate us um, for, right? But, again, the real talent, when I see football on Sunday, Monday, Thursday, these majority of the guys, they, they're coming from South Florida. So I do not care in that regard. As long as they come from South Florida, they come from the mud, and they over here on TV, and you're not my team, but I'm rooting for your ass just because you come from the crib. Yeah. Good to me. Anything else you want to talk about? I seen a highlight of Tila Fina Mop- um, Lopez. He did his thing recently. Yeah. Oh, seven round TKO. That's what Chris is saying. You feel me? I seen that shit. I was like, hold I seen the highlights. I'm like, okay. You feel me? All right. This is the reason why these guys watch this guy. But, um, you know. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the fight, but he was coming know. back from the, a, a fight that he lost, which which was was like a big upset. So, so that's his why first he game was, back, first uh, fight back from that. So that's why he was whooping that that dude ass the way he was whooping his yeah. ass. He was just playing with his ass. Yeah, Teofimo was nice, man. I think he's from New York. He's from New York, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know he comes from <laughs> yeah. the slums. You know, I'm from Brooklyn. You feel me? You know, but again, it's just like I'm saying, we from Dade County. Um. I don't see anything else in sports right now. Um, it is what it is. Um, I'm just waiting for this um, season to go ahead and get started. Of course, Kansas yeah. season gonna start first. Got you got high schools is gonna start for me first. Oh, matter of fact, high schools gonna like start was, first. Like I was talking about. So you know, Central IMG, St. Thomas, the typical Chaminade. Are going to be the best teams. Watch out for Dillard. Dillard's got a great team as well. And, you know, can't sleep on the West. New Orleans going to have a good team too. Um, Watch out for Columbus. So you Columbus is going to be good. The norm. It's the norm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Groundhog year. Nah, but Chaminade is probably the best team, going to be the best team. But they're always in, in contention. In, in their history, which is saying a lot because they've had a, gr- a lot of great teams in the past. But, again, they're always in contention. We're sp- still speaking about the same team. So, again, it's Groundhog Year. It's just who is the best team. You say it's Chaminade. You know what I mean? We'll see. People like me, you know, I'm probably going to say Central. But we'll see, you know. Yeah. Uh, when Unfortunately, they don't play each other. But, um, no, sure, but you it know, it's, it's, it's who's the state champions and who's the national champions. That's right, what right. we're going to be talking about. You so that's I mean? first. And then college football. Got to love that, you know. Miami opens against Bethune Cookman. Should be should be a you know blowout. And that's a day of barbecue, lick, vibing. You gonna have a good yeah. time. Ruben, Ruben Bain said he was gonna be tailgating out there. You might see him. Yes, <laughs> he already know what it is. He uh, like I said, vibing, barbecue, chilling. He know they gonna win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know that speaks volumes for him to go to that game. You feel me? Normally you would think well, that he's his cousin gonna... plays for Bethune. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. So, so yeah, he's gonna be out there. So yeah, it's gonna be a nice vibe. I'm gonna be covering the game, but um, the band's gonna be lit as usual, and we're gonna get to see a bunch of backups, Why which not? is good for me because I get to see Jacurry Brown and see what he could do. We'll see. You know what I'm saying? See some of the definitely gonna see a lot of Wesley Bassaint in that mm-hmm. game. And they definitely gonna see a lot of Nigel Kelly. Mm-hmm. You know, two true freshmen that uh, that have been shining. Uh, I would imagine you're gonna see a lot of. 
Trevante Citizen, who's the running back, mm-hmm. uh, true freshman running back. You a lot of sad that Franklin's mm, going to be in there. Big running back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Franklin's going to get some work, too. Beep, beep. Um, and then, you know, maybe some of the younger tight ends, like Cleo Brantley from, from the West, get some play, and the line's going to be rotating in and out. It's going to be a good time. And then the next game, you get to play against uh, Frank Gore Jr., you know, but the team, Southern Miss, not we a good team. We already spoke on that. They're going to give him a little, a little vibe. Didn't Frank Gore just get, like, arrested? I know, uh, what's his name just got arrested, though? I ain't even trying to speak on that. Marshawn I don't speak Lynch? negative. Marshawn Lynch just got arrested <laughs> Miami fans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw something like that, I seen too, it, but you know. it was some. It was nothing that to, to even speak on at the on the Marquette Sports Podcast. We, could, we promote the Canes. We do not promote the bullshit about the Canes. Positivity. Exactly, because the rest of the media are already f- trying to find a way to I say see. some negative shit about Arcane. So, you know, that's the no yeah. story. So, again, um, yeah, man, I, I, I think that, you know, this is going to be a fulfilled se- um, season. You know, everybody's going to feel good about yeah. the University of Miami, the Miami Dolphins, the Miami Heat. Um and also with high school football, you know, you know, Marcus said that Chaminade is probably possibly the best team in the state of Florida or um, South Florida. Um, we'll see. I think that is central. Um, but regardless of the fact, as long as it stays to the crib, I don't really care. Um, but again, um, if you don't have anything else, um, this is going to conclude this episode of the Mark West Sports Podcast. Until next episode. Peace. peace.